Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Now, Johnny got uh, sort of sidelined by, uh, I guess he's doing an interview right now, so he'll be uh, jumping in the show sort of mid-show here. But to start with, uh, let's get into some of this mobile, uh, it's you know, hard to say just because it's so silly, but mobile-geddon. Um, <laughs> uh, the, I think I believe uh, Search Engine Land coined that one. Uh, yesterday, April 21st, Google pronounced that the algorithm would be updated, uh, one of many algorithms, but for mobile results. So any site that was not mobile friendly would be usurped by ones that were um, to a degree. I mean, of course, that's very general. And we'll get into why that's just general because there are some um, issues that would make that change. Anyways, so far, you know, we, we did plan to do a live show today just because we expected a lot to be able to, to share. There hasn't been a lot. It's, it's um, this rollout they say is going to take about a week. Um, I guess we all expected the U.S. to get hit pretty hard very quickly, but there hasn't been a lot of fallout. In fact, uh, there was a little uh, poll put together. There's only four, four responses so far, but it's telling um, on the uh, SEO 101 community page on Google+. And, uh, you know, has anyone seen any change? 100% said no, no change. Um, Barry Swartz at uh, SE Roundtable says he's seen some. Uh, he's not sure, obviously. It's only one example that he has. Uh, pretty slim pickings. Uh, so, with that said, I went back and I looked at this uh, rather interesting article uh, about no, new mo mobile search results and how they're being laying, laid out. Uh, th this is just about, I guess it's four days ago now. And these were kind of the preemptive changes to the mobile results. Uh, these are not changes in terms of rankings. It's how they look or how they appear in rankings. And it's very interesting. And as a result of it being updated, Google Webmaster Central uh, put a bulletin out saying how they had changed. Uh, and this is a quote on exactly what What's going on here? So, quote, Today, we're updating the algorithms that display URLs and search results to better reflect the names of websites using the real-world name of the site instead of the domain name and the URL structure of the sites in a breadcrumbs-like format. So, the first part probably makes sense to you, right? The name of the site is being used instead of the domain name. The URL structure part is a little different. Um, if you're not familiar with what breadcrumbs are, essentially... If, if you go deep, maybe a couple clicks within a website, you can sometimes see at the very top of the page, just below the header or within the header, uh, uh, a line of links. And it'll say home, and then there'll be an arrow, uh, and then whatever subpage that you first entered on, and then the, the f further down page you're on. Let's say uh, home, SEO, SEO services. Okay, So it gives you some idea of where you are within the website. Well, it is a very good uh, way to get an impression about where, what the content is, where you are in the site, and what, uh, whether or not it's relevant to 
the result. So that's why Google has at this point implemented into uh, mobile search results. And we've seen this before. I see it already in, um, you know, obviously in, in desktop results. But this is being uh, implemented into mobile, I guess, to give you that much more indication of where you're going and what, what you're looking at. Uh, it, it's also cleaner. Now, why I'm bringing this up, uh, yeah, yes, there's been changes. That's, I guess, newsworthy enough. But there were some phenomenal comments uh, on this post. And Gary Isles from Google uh, responded to a lot of them. And there's a lot of really, really great feedback. So uh, what I did was I went through, and I'm, I'm going to try and find the time to put this on my website, uh, a lot of these comments. What I did is I went through and snipped out the most important ones and then put them together in, in, in parts. So we could sort of go through this. Uh, the first one here... Um, <clears throat> is bread, breadcrumbs is worldwide. This is from Gary. This is direct from him. Quote, hi all, breadcrumbs is worldwide, but site name is only U.S. in, in English. In other words, it's only showing up in the U.S. right now and in English. Um, we do hope we can extend our support for site name to other regions and languages too. Uh, so at this point, you're only going to see the site name replacing the domain in the U.S. and in English searches. Um, Next, uh, Thomas Goering asks, currently the results show the URL, but also when a site is secured, it show, also shows the use of the HTTPS protocol. This change is going to take that away. Will there be an addition to tell searchers that a site is secure and safe? Phenomenal question. I, I was like, I didn't even, it didn't occur to me. So Gary says, Thomas Goering, that was a hard call, but we're looking into ways into bringing it back somehow. Thomas comes back to him and says, I have an idea. If, if it's unsecure, let's make the URL breadcrumbs yellow, and if secure, green. Problem solved. Uh, Gary responds, that's an interesting idea. He's going to pass that along to the feature owner. Uh, what I love about this and why I'm sharing this is it gives you some insight into how uh, Google accepts input, uh, how much of it's going to be implemented. Oh, gosh, who knows? But what we're hearing here is a little bit of the planning that goes into uh, the search results that we see and what could be coming in the future. I think this is really important because the HTTPS protocol is something that they pushed really hard. So SSL or secure uh, sites is something they pushed quite hard at the, at the earlier part of this year. And uh, the fact that they took away any indication that a site was secure within mobile results, that's big. Uh, I, I would say that was more than just a hard call. I'm, I think I'd say it's a bad call. Um, I, I'm not sure what they were thinking there, but I do believe that uh, this will be changed soon because they've got a lot of vested interest in that. Um, the next part here is from uh, George R. He says, can we add schema.org breadcrumb markup dynamically using JavaScript, which is executed in the browser on page load? Uh, he says he's seen that Google supports JSON for the site name. So this is fairly advanced. It's not exactly SEO 101 here, but the point of the matter is breadcrumb markup sometimes has to be implemented dynamically on uh, websites that are a little more advanced. Uh, so in other words, uh, it is added just before page load. Google would still see it. Uh, and this person, George, was wondering whether or not that would have any impact and whether or not Google would, in fact, uh, let this be a benefit. Uh, Gary says, in theory, JavaScript injection could work, but I wouldn't rely on it. We are rendering pretty much all documents and execute JavaScript, but there are situations where that's not available. Uh, 
Uh, I think Simo Ahava, that's spelt, uh, uh, his first name is S-I-M-O, last name A-H-A-V-A, had a pretty good article on this a few months back. Look it up. Uh, next, George also asks, could you confirm that the maximum length or width of a mobile breadcrumb line on an iPhone is around 270 pixels today? Uh, again, why would that matter? Well, if, if you want your breadcrumb to show up in mobile search results as your URL, you also want it to be, you don't want it to be concatenated. You don't want it to be cut off. So in this case, how much space do you have to make that work? I think this is getting a little overkill, but it's, it's good to know. It's good information, right? Um, and uh, George says, maybe Google could publish some guidance on that in a technical, uh, some technical guidelines at Google Webmaster Tools. George says, I cannot confirm as I don't know the answer. Publishing more info is definitely something we're into. So, in other words, the FAQ's on the way. <laughs> Not a big surprise, although I got to say, I've been dealing with a lot of clients lately that have been looking up questions and finding a lot of answers that are way outdated within Google FAQs. Um, Google moves a little too fast even for itself, which I find rather ironic. Um, <clears throat> next here, Anna Nerezova asks, I've added the type organization, that's at type, this is a schema we're talking about here, organization to the homepage for the logo, contacts, and social links markup. Does that mean I should add another at type website to the homepage as well? He says, Gary says yes, and says done. So using this, will it be picked up by Googlebot if it's inserted after the body tag? And Gary says, in, in most cases it will be, but not, we can't guarantee it. Now, what is this? What are we talking about here? Uh, so, in other words, if the at type or organization, you're saying the organization of this page that built this page is Google or um, Johnson Johnson, whatever it might be. Uh, the at type website, is that important? Is that what, that's essentially what Anna's asking here. And in this case, he's saying it is. So do you want to say, is this a website? This content is a website or article or whatever it might be. He says it is important and uh, it's something that should be added. I assume that is going to have some, uh, well, I, I can't assume actually. I don't know how much impact that has on mobile, but it was asked here, so I figured it was worthwhile sharing. Um, there's a few more here I'd like to cover, but uh, let's take a quick break and we come back. Hopefully we'll have uh, John on the call and we can get rocking and rolling with some of his feedback as well. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor sites' performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. 
today at bruceclay.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing. And I'm not going to say John because... He's cheesing me off. He's not here. <laughs> He's not responding. Darn it. Anyway, <laughs> you know me. I'll give him hell for this. Um, for now, I've got lots of content. So if you just bear with me here, let's get to uh, some of the uh, feedback that Google's provided about the update. They posted this yesterday. Uh, and really, it's just uh, some of the, the key questions that people are asking, and I'm getting these as well. So I figured it would be a good thing to uh, bring on the air. So the first question. Will t- desktop or tablet rankings also be affected by this change? No. As Google says, Google says, this update has no effect on searches from tablets or desktops. It affects searches from mobile devices across all languages and locations. Uh, one of the things I want to jump to here that's um, probably one of the last points, but it's very important. What happens if you didn't get your site updated for mobile in time? Uh, as I'd hoped, this is not an update that you're going to have to wait for Google to apply again. As soon as your site is re-indexed and if it, it notices that the content is now mobile-friendly, and it is a page-by-page issue, you will get back into search results. Um, you know, it may not be happening tomorrow, but you know, you're not talking months here. You're talking a couple of days, maybe, uh, to, to get back into uh, mobile results. Um, in the meantime, yeah, if you're not ready, you're going to feel a bit of a pinch if you were getting a fair bit of uh, traffic from mobile. Uh, if you weren't, uh, you're just still losing out because there probably could be uh, quite a bit of work there that you're missing out on. Uh, 
obviously, if uh, you don't know what Google thinks about your site in terms of mobile friendliness, there is the mobile friendly test. We've discussed that before. Uh, it's quite handy. Uh, it gives you some um, ideas of what you need to change. Uh, if your site is mobile friendly, but you're seeing that uh, Google says it isn't, uh, as they mentioned in this, uh, that is usually because you're blocking particular content that Google needs to see. Uh, in, that, in those situations, you just need to go back, run the test again, and Google will tell you what you need to unblock. Uh, now, uh, if you're doing a large volume of URLs, let's say uh, you've, you've updated an entire volume of, uh, say, thousands of pages to mobile-friendly and they weren't on April 21st, it's not a big deal. Just do uh, to submit a large volume. Just use a sitemap. Uh, just submit it to Google. Make sure that uh, the last mod tag is used. Uh, last mod. That's one word. L a s t m o d. If you want to look it up, just to get an, a better idea of what it means. Uh, essentially, it's just saying what's the last time this was modified. And if it says just today or yesterday, Google has a better idea that this content needs to be re-indexed, and it'll then notice that it is mobile friendly, and you can potentially get back into results. Now, uh, <clears throat> another way to do it is to uh, allow Googlebot, uh, sorry, pardon me here. What if I link to a site that's not mobile friendly, someone asked. Uh, your page, this is Google here, your page can still be mobile friendly even if it links to a page that's not mobile friendly, such as page designs for larger screens. It's not the best experience, but they're hoping that ultimately uh, other sites will become mobile friendly obviously they're pushing that and uh, that'll make the experience that much better uh, we already have gone over this but just to reiterate responsive web design that's when your site changes its look based on the viewport or the device screen uh, so if you're using a, a smaller screen it will adapt to it uh, that is not mandatory for getting a quote unquote mobile friendly ranking or, or you know, mobile, mobile friendly um, uh, or to, to show up in mobile-friendly results. So don't worry about that. If you have a separate mobile site, uh, no problem. It works great. Uh, now, will your page disappear on mobile search results if it's not mobile-friendly? Again, I'll say that because this is important. Will your page disappear on mobile search results if it's not mobile-friendly? All right. This is important because... And this is what I, you know, John and I even uh, called us uh, on the other show, I believe during the show anyway, and that is that uh, uh, essentially Google looks at a whole lot more things than just whether or not your site's mobile friendly, obviously. If you're really relevant, you'll still show up. Now, uh, again, uh, I'll quote them here. While the mobile friendly change is important, we still use a variety of signals to rank search results. The intent of the search query is still a very strong signal. So even if a page with high-quality content is not mobile-friendly, it could still rank high if it is great content for the query. So if you're still kicking butt on your content, uh, no one can touch it, and you had a number one ranking before, you've got a, a much better chance of, of you know, surfing through this a little better. Obviously, you want to make the, your site mobile-friendly, but it's more than just whether or not your, mobile, your site is mobile-friendly. Um, in terms of uh, who's being ranked at the top in mobile results. Uh, you won't be bumped if no one can touch the quality, okay? Uh, now, what if my audience is desktop only? I've gotten this a few, at least questioned a, a few times from clients, actually, uh, and they make a really good point here. He says, uh, if it's not, 
Not exactly. So in other words, if my audience is not desktop, is desktop only, is there any reason to have a mobile site? I should have finished the main question here. Google says not exactly. Statistics show that more people are going mobile only, either because they never had a desktop or because they won't replace their existing desktop. Additionally, a non-mobile friendly site may not see many mobile visitors precisely for that reason. The mobile friendly update will apply to mobile searches conducted across all sites, regardless of the site's target audience, language, region, or proportion of mobile to desktop traffic. So, what I thought was most interesting here uh, is the idea that people aren't getting their desktop replaced or their laptop replaced. And it occurred to me that I'm seeing that. I, I kind of figured that would be longer in the future, but I'm seeing that. I know a few people that don't have. They only have their tablet. And uh, to me, that it just seems like I'd be handicapped because, frankly, there's only so much I really want to do on a tablet. But it is very common. And it's going to be more common as those tablets get more powerful. Um, I have an Xperia Z3 tablet. It's only 8 inches. But the darn thing is absurdly powerful. It's got 3 gigs of RAM, tons of, of, of CPU power. It's quad-core. I mean, it's really a, a, a computer. <laughs> it's like a full... It's only lacking the keyboard in many in many ways and a bigger screen. I'm super impressed. Really, people could run with this and, and really do everything they need to do. Um, as that becomes more prevalent... Uh, the better uh, that's or more likely that's going to happen. You're going to want to make sure that your site is mobile friendly. Uh, at eight inches, I'm noticing that I do get mobile results. They say uh, that uh, tablets aren't being affected by this, tablets and desktops, but obviously they have to be a little more clear, I think, because tablets uh, range in size. And, uh, you know, at eight inches or, or so, uh, I, like I say, I, I'm not seeing only desktop-type search results. And I certainly see a lot of mobile-friendly sites that I appreciate seeing versus their desktop version, which can be a little harder to use. Um, or at least I do appreciate the mobile version more. Uh, I this is another uh, important one. I have pages showing mobile usability errors because they embed a YouTube video. What can I do? Now, from a personal note here, I'm noting that as well. We're doing an update to our site at Stepforth. We're behind. Uh, we're so busy working on other client sites, getting their site <laughs> updated for this uh, this mobile geddon, as they like to call it. Uh, but uh, so we haven't had a chance to finish ours. But we have a lot of videos, so I was a little bit concerned about how to embed that because I've heard iframes can be an issue, and that's the current way to embed a lot of video. Okay, so this is what Google says. We suggest paying closest attention to how the YouTube video is embedded. If you're using the old style or object embed tags in the mobile page, convert that to iframe for broader compatibility. That kind of made me raise an eyebrow because that's what I understood was a problem. Google goes on to say, YouTube now uses the HTML5 player on the web by default. So it's mobile friendly to embed videos using the iframe tags from the share feature on the watch page or from the YouTube iframe API. That's a little gobbledygook there, but in other words... It is mobile-friendly using their current tagging system. I wasn't aware that that was going to be uh, that, that, that simple, so that's good. Um, if you have a more complex integration that should also be mobile-friendly, uh, you should look at the API. Uh, if you're dealing with Flash from sites other than YouTube, check that there's an equivalent HTML5 embed tag or code snippet to avoid using proprietary plugins, which will be an issue. Uh, 
they get into a few other bits here. I'm trying to see if there's anything worth uh, really jumping into right away. While you're doing uh, that, Ross, I can tell you just – I've been telling you just in our chat here, but we do have a few little updates that have been brought up. Jen Sleg and Barry Schwartz in the last two hours have been giving some ongoing rolling updates on what's been going on with the algorithm. Barry, off the top, is already mentioning that the rollout is starting officially to be noticed as of noon uh, Eastern today or 9 Pacific hmm. as opposed to yesterday. Was that for the Moz pages they were noting? Well, well, they not, well. Um, Jen, Jen was actually mentioned that Pete Myers from Moz is making the mentions on what's going on. Says that as of yesterday, or actually as of this morning, he says the uh, mobile update flux is dead average, no clear shifts in the tag. A deeper dive into data later today, but Barry's the one that's mentioning he's starting to see the rollout. He's saying he believes Google's uh, the mobile from the update is starting to roll out. Checking with a larger data set, but for now, my small data set shows it launched just around 9 a.m. Eastern. Oh, actually, 9 Eastern. And he's asking if other people have seen the same. And he continues to give updates after that as well. Uh, he's tracking five queries. They've all changed. Checked in the last few days, and as of 9 a.m., they all changed. So hmm. seen a thing so far, nothing too significant. And then he wrote a post around uh, 10.17, or actually, yeah, uh, a couple hours ago, mentioning that... Um, Let's see. Search Metrics is uh, saying that based on uh, Search Metrics, Marcus Tober, his massive data set was unable, was unable to at least last night see any bigger movements or winners or losers yet. Uh, SEO Clarity is mentioning a similar conclusion. Uh, no significant changes as of yesterday. So the real rollouts are starting to happen now. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of amazing how long it takes. But, you know, we, we're, we are dealing with a whole a ton of data centers that Google has to deal with. And it was going to be a bit of a surprise if they could launch it out really that much that fast. So uh, it's good to see that they're human <laughs> sometimes. Give us something to worry about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, appreciate that from Jen and, and Barry. Always have, uh, great uh, updates. Jen is at the SEMpost.com. And uh, Barry, of course, is at Search Engine Land or at SERoundtable.com. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions, you know where to go. Our community at, on Google+, that's SEO 101. Just type that in. You'll find it pretty quickly. And uh, you can also email me, ross at stepforth.com, or contact John via Twitter at John Carcutt. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.